0: hey there welcome to the in-between you're not john i'm not john (laughs) nice try i'm colson john will be with us shortly we thought we'd go ahead and get started without him because he said we should that's right and why not just press on with the conversation about you know following up from this last sunday starting for the next sunday it's a big sunday like all sundays but Easter Sunday. This was a little extra. And Saturday, sorry, Saturday, yeah, Saturday, and, Saturday Sunday and Sunday this week.
1: Mm-hmm. So can you call it Easter Saturday or is it? Today we celebrate that Jesus was in the tomb. <coughs> All day today. <laughs> Separate question we won't discuss, but I've always wondered since the Jewish day starts at nightfall, Yeah, why Jesus didn't rise from the grave until the next morning at sunrise. Why he didn't just rise from the grave at nightfall on Saturday?
0: He knew that the American way was the right way. (laughs) Wow, I'm 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 just kidding. I'm just kidding.
2: I saw the look of remorse as the words came out of his mouth. (laughs) Totally joking. Exactly. Edit. Edit. Edit edit, that
3: out. Edit (laughs) that out at all.
1: Um, Anyway, Jeff, I just thought that was intriguing. That he. I mean, I know it's not. Anyway. It it doesn't matter, but it's I mean, as far as I know, it doesn't matter. I've always wondered about that. Like, why wait till? The, of course, I don't know that we know for sure that he wait. Does it ever say that he rose at sun
2: up? I mean, I know that's the when Mary met him. Yeah, there's the three different versions of it, and it's like, at, like before the sun, as the sun, yeah, when the sun yeah rises, and so there's you know, again, the skeptics would always say, oh, well, they can't agree. And it's like, nope, this is how an individual is experiencing this. Right, exactly. Take three people, walk them outside when the sun is rising, and they're like, well, it's not up yet. (laughs) It's rising. (laughs) Oh, no, I can see it. It's risen, you know, the normal thing.
1: But why not 6 Mm p.m. the night before when it would be considered Sunday in the Hebrew. the Mm -hmm. Hebrew world? I don't know. Everybody has the answer to that.
2: Would let us know. We'd we'd love to. Yeah, sit, call sit, in. Call in right now. Call in call immediately. In right now. <laughs> we'll have to ask the guy who invented time. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Brilliant.
1: Um. All right. I am. I'm intrigued, and I, this will be a perfect time to talk about this. So verse eleven, which is going to be our campground this Saturday and Sunday.
2: You think just eleven, or are you going to try to get?
1: I, well, probably we'll engage with the others there's not a lot of i hate to say it this way there's only in my mind there's only kind of one or two serious unpacking that needs to be done from like 12 through 14 since it's mostly just peter saying here's why i'm doing this um and there's some stuff to talk about which i think be good but here here's what strikes me
2: so do you have the passage colson
0: i do not have the passage
1: oh you want to read it yeah, I would,
0: I would love way? to read it.
1: 2 Peter 1, <coughs> 11. You want to
2: read all the way through 15 just in case?
1: Um, or do you think even yes. if you kept
2: going, you'd stop sooner?
1: I don't know. I don't know if I'll get to 15. We'll see. I may, I may have 12 through 15 be the final passage at the end. I may reference <laughs> it, but then read it, read then. it then. yeah, yeah. Okay, Go so 2
0: Peter 1, verse 11 through 15 says, For in this way... There will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Therefore, I intend always to remind you of these qualities, though you know them and are established in the truth that you have. I think it right, as long as I'm in this body, to stir you up by way of reminder. Mm. Since I know that the putting off of my body will be soon, as our Lord Jesus Christ made clear to me, and I will make every effort so that after my departure, you may be able to... You may be able at any time to recall these things. Mm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: And there <clears throat> here lies where you mentioned, I think, in your first at least first or second sermon starting this book, you know, kind of this urgency yeah. that Peter holds to, you know, kind of again, what letter are you going to write your grandkids when you know right, you know, you just got the doctor visit yeah. type thing. And so here he is, you know, just kind of saying, Since I know that the putting off my body will be soon, as our Lord Jesus Christ made clear to me. Which again would be fascinating to know what, yeah, what, that, what meant. that meant. Yeah. How did the Lord make that clear to you, Peter? Yeah. But it still it kind of goes in and again frames this this little bit of no nonsense, Peter, here of saying, All right, let's get to the chase. Here's what you need to know. Here's yep. all these things. And then I just think it's fascinating just that that phrase, to stir up you by way of reminder. Yep. That's cool. Mm.
1: And that he's Yeah, he he references that a couple of times, that language of, again, this forgetting language, remember language, Mm -hmm. knowledge Mm -hmm. language. He's so focused in on don't let this slip out of your brain, so to Mm -hmm. speak. And when you forget forget what you're supposed to remember, you're in huge trouble. So I'm trying to help you remember it. Stir it up. Keep it there near the surface. Don't let it go. Um, And that's what I talked about Sunday about the idea of forgetting that people say, and when he talked about forgetting, like, what is it that we forget? Mm. And that's what struck me as I hadn't thought about it. That's what struck me about maybe one of the great threats of missing out on gathering with the body of believers on a regular basis is, is you forget it's easy to go. It's easy to go a day. You know, it's easy to go a day without thinking about, well, God at all sometimes, but much less that the truths of him and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then to go, well, how do we, man, I, not only that, but now I've forgotten some pretty important stuff. And church is just a great way of being reminded, yeah. at least once a week. Oh yeah, this is what matters. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, this is the yeah. key.
2: And I was even thinking when you're walking through those lists, and again, just even the attendance at church in a sanctuary with others to corporately worship mm-hmm. is a good reminder of so many of these truths. Yep. Um, but also, just it stresses that same thing of the importance of uh, it. Church is again even more than just gathering together in one big room with a couple hundred other people but yep. the idea of like getting plugged into life groups getting yep. plugged into small group bible studies getting plugged into serving in a ministry somewhere because i think it's oftentimes when i hear the story of another i hear god's faithfulness quicker right. than i would in my own life yep. you know my own so thing true. it's like i know all the details and so sometimes my rational brain wants to say ah oh, well it played out this way because yeah. this way and right. this is why i have a great wife who's very quick to acknowledge the Lord's blessing and interaction in right. our family and lives. And it's like, yeah, you're right. That, that's, <laughs> that's what's going on there. But where I can miss it when I understand kind of all the people and all the details kind of more clearly to hear the testimony of another and for them to say, this is what the Lord's doing in my life, or this is what I just went through. And even if it's tragic or even if it's, um, you know, an extreme positive, but to hear them kind of say, this is where the Lord has took me. There's something that greater refuels my remembrance when it's Mm. like, Oh yes, the Lord is working bigger than myself, bigger than my understanding. And in situations I don't even know about, and this was just one, and it happened to be a guy I'm standing next to now. And then there's this happening across the nation, across the world. Mm -hmm. Right. Absolutely.
1: Um, Okay. So here's, here's going to be the first question that I feel like, so we're definitely wrestling with Peter is integrating concepts here that so he integrates things that we like to divide, but I also feel like there's one thing that Peter's kind of dividing that that I like to integrate, and and so I'm a, I'm going to be wrestling through this, and I have to wrestle through this, and this is the it may be too complex to dive into too much in a sermon, in a sermon. but but there is a quite a bit of language here at the first part of Second Peter that does make it sound like Peter is implying, like this is you need to make sure that these things are in your life in order to get into heaven. Mm. And and so I, at a foundational level, I don't think that's the common teaching. Mm-hmm. But like this one right here, for in this way, mm-hmm. and when I go, okay, in what way? What What is the way that he's talking about here? He's going to talk about down in a couple of, you know, he talked about uh, practice these qualities, you will never fall. And then um, this is a, let's see where's the there's another one down here that's a little further that is even more difficult anyway i may not be able to find it real quick but that he he very much so he makes that connection so that i feel like if you came at second peter with that interpretation in mind Mm -hmm. already you would feel like uh uh-huh see there it is again Mm -hmm. so i'm curious how do you how do you guys how would you engage with that wrestling match um "Quote in this way." Mm -hmm. What what was he? Because it's again, it would be really easy to think. Given that he said in, uh, let's see, in verse ten, if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. For in this way, there will be richly provided for you an entrance into the eternal kingdom. If you put those, if you take that little number eleven out, therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election. For if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. For in this way, there will be richly provided for you an entrance. It sure sounds like he's talking about practicing the qualities. Mm-hmm. So, what's the what's the
2: well and engagement? I, <clears throat> I'm glad the second time you went a little bit further back. Yeah, because the same thing you're saying for in this way. So you go back to the next statement. That is a for if you practice. So you got to go back to the next statement. You know, again, right? Taking taking the preposition and moving closer to the subject matter, and. <clears throat> Then you have be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election, and that comes from, of course, 10, which starts with therefore. So it's a summary of all those things right, being cleansed right. from the former sins, um, you know, the blind, nearsighted, um, un, you know, forgetful of again all of the ineffectiveness and unfruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. So I think, yeah, I think what Peter is doing, he's tying all of these up together. And then just putting this bow of importance on it to say, and yes, this is how you confirm your calling and election, which you did a great job this Sunday talking about those not being in contradiction. Right, right. And so if you have your calling, if you've placed your faith, and if you have your election, you know, if God's predestined this, and if those aren't in contradiction, well then an entrance into eternal kingdom of our Lord, uh, Savior Jesus Christ is provided for you richly. But then again, this is, I think that being the question of either to form, you the, you got to read this like you read, you know, third John or, you know, any of the John's second, you know, kind of grouping of letters um, right. where John especially reads, you know, almost so pragmatically that you think, again, if you're not practicing some measure of, you know, deeds that come from faith, well, then there's no faith at all you know right that it's either this black and white of well of course this exists even if it's presented in this form of well yes it does exist but then there's also a complexity of flesh still in our life so you're either reading it as that if he's just saying it more blanketly if you got your confirmation in calling and if you got your election well then an entrance is going to be provided for you yeah and it's black and white or i think it hinges on that phrase richly right because now is there a modified entrance. Right, right. And we do know that there is a there is spiritual blessings beyond this world and an inheritance in heaven that we are encouraged to store up. Mm. And so is this now Peter making a comment on. So yeah, you got your calling, you got your election, but man, you lacked all of these these qualities. Yep. Well, guess what? You get an entrance into heaven.
3: Or You you have the foundation of the house, but everything else was burned away. Right. Or, hey,
2: you got your calling. You got your election. You got all these traits I just listed, and you are doing this extremely faithfully unto the Lord, and the Lord is returning in favor by supplying these virtues in your life. Now your entrance, it's a rich provision. Interesting. And you're richly provided an entrance into heaven, not just provided an entrance into heaven. So I think it's one of those two things. Either he's just being so black and white that, well, of course, if you're saved, these mm-hmm. things happen. You're going to have rich grace poured out on you in an entrance into heaven. Or you've done this, and now you have an inheritance that you've invested in that, yep. our, that our Savior told you to. And so thus, you're going to have a rich deposit of grace, not just a deposit of grace.
1: Okay, this is kind of fun. Both of those are fun. I had tracked in this passage the four statements. For in this way, for if you practice, therefore, for if these, for this reason, by which... Not exactly four, but yeah. close enough. That traces back verse eleven, verse ten, verse ten, verse eight, verse five, verse four. Mm-hmm. And it goes all the way back to the initial statement, his divine power has granted you. Mm-hmm. And and it makes me wonder if that's if what is meant here is Peter's going, Okay, all that I yeah. just said, starting with the phrase, his divine power has granted you, that's the pathway for entering richly into the mm-hmm. eternal life. And so to that's go back cool. only to one sentence. Is like, which is my right, temptation, right, is to right, go, Oh, right. look, he just said this. Yeah. You're okay, you're missing the fact that he just wrote almost without a breath, by yeah. the way. Yeah, everything up till this point.
2: Uh, and which, back to the comment of you know, many people think Second Peter is different than First Peter, right? No, this type of stylistic writing, this building upon building yep. and upon conclusion, was presented. It was in all, first, through first yeah, all through First Peter, yeah. First Peter, we just experienced <laughs> it, yeah,
1: pretty cool. Okay. Jump over real quick to uh if you will Colson, 1st Corinthians cuz when you just referenced richly mm-hmm. this would be fun 1st Corinthians 3 uh like starting 10 and go to what 15
0: okay 1st Corinthians 3 verse 10 to 15 According to the grace of God given to me like a skilled master builder I laid a foundation and someone else is building upon it Let each one take care how he builds upon it. For no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Christ, or which is Jesus Christ. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest for the day will, for the day will disclose it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. If the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned up, he will suffer loss, though he himself will be saved, but only as the as through fire.
3: Yeah, that's I yeah fits exactly with what Paul was just saying. Yeah. That's what that's mm. that the difference between mm-hmm. richly
1: entering into the kingdom and mm-hmm. barely entering in yeah. <laughs> into yeah. the kingdom. You <laughs> made it. You yeah, made exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Little wafts of smoke behind you, like it's fine. Uh, it's fine. I'm here. I'm here. Anybody got any clothes? <laughs> um, I've always thought, and we we struggle with that because I think rightly we treat the pass fail aspect of salvation as the part that really matters. Right. Um, I think it's easy for us to underemphasize. Again, I'm not sure we're not supposed to underemphasize it, but to if you are a believer, well, now your new motivation is as a believer. I want to drag as much of the eternal in in our life into heaven with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to take the eternal with me into heaven because uh, only the eternal is going with me. Everything else is going to burn.
2: Yeah, so, or it's that concept of, I remember I was first presented with it, of are you going to wait for your death to participate in the eternal? Yes, Or are you right. going to start the eternal yeah. now? Right. Start that already, not yet kind of concept yep. of, no, we have an access into this uh, eternal scope when we are made a new creation and that started at the day that we were mm. called or elected.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and elected. And elected. <laughs> did you do that on yes, purpose? I did. I was gonna say you I looked made up, a face, but you, you were glanced looking, over. Yeah, I looked yeah. down just as he said it. And I looked up just to see his face when he said we're elected. Oh, uh, yep. Mm. So cool. Okay, both of those are kind of fun ways of coming at this, I think. Um but man, it's it's a what I'm loving is the idea that it worked out you know, quote worked out in, in the, so that this verse 11 is our Easter. Um, verse is our Easter verse, a key Easter verse. I mean, you talk about one that fits perfectly that this, this eternal, this entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and savior. So I'm going to talk, by the way, about this. I don't know if analogy is the right word, this descriptive word kingdom and the the way Jesus essentially camps on in his entire ministry. And then here we have, you know, Peter using the term, not heaven, but eternal kingdom. Not as if to help us understand it is something that exists now that mm-hmm. we've become a part of. And anyway, I think, I think it's a cool. And, and then, then, like you said, we get this excited part, scary part of him saying, I know I'm not going to be around much longer. This is probably my last letter. You know, it struck me. Um, okay. So I was traveling with some people yesterday and this is the kind of weird thing that, you know, I'm, I'm not all that emotional. I don't show that much emotion. Uh, that's not true. I'm very emotional. I don't show that much, much emotion about different things, but.
3: Uh, you show your emotions in different ways. In different ways. Exactly. At different times, I guess.
1: But, okay, so yesterday, yesterday I was playing my, you know, my in, in infamous um, intros list. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like all the, the, yeah. the top 20 greatest intros yep. of music of all time. Anyway, so, uh, which I created a few years ago and, and uh, I was sharing that with somebody and in the air tonight by Phil Collins was one of them. Did y'all hear that he played his last concert? No. Ever. What? Like two weeks ago. Oh, well, oh, I mean, my
0: gosh. I, have you seen him? He like, he can't stand up on his own. He can't like, he's a, yeah. poor guy. dealt with a lot of health issues.
1: Yeah. He's Phil Collins and Genesis hold their last concert uh monday march 28th was the news report but man and so here's what struck me playing it i mean playing that song and yeah he's not he's not eh, 71 still he may have had a little more uh i don't know rougher life than a lot of the rest of us i don't know (laughs) i really actually don't know
3: i I don't know either phil phil collins has stayed out of the spotlight for the wrong reasons, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You mean he hasn't gotten in the right then for the wrong reasons. Yeah. He's managed to avoid that, but, but it had that, okay. So it had that emotion of someone, just someone heard in the air tonight on stage for the last time ever. And that was one of those epic moments. I just felt that kick of something, something has ended in the world that, that emotion. If you're, if you're realizing which apparently Peter has my time's nearly up what am i going to say and it is again it reminds me remember when we studied him and found out that that, that before he was executed according to church legend legend at least yeah. his wife was dragged out before him to be crucified and his words were remember the lord mm. and that's what's fascinating is that fits perfectly with this book remember the lord don't forget Therefore, I intend to remind you of these things over and over again. All in this book, it's a powerful reminder of that that there's some stuff we need to be able to remember and we need to hold on to. Um. Anyway, so kingdom stuff. Any thoughts on if I'm going to unpack this picture of kingdom? Any thoughts on like, well, you have to talk about this. You can't. You can't not mention this idea.
2: I was. I was actually running down another thing while you were talking and maybe it was because you said camping that it fit in and I was fixated on it. So him taking off this body, this earthly body that he's talking about, um, that's his tabernacle. That's his tent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This earthly tent. Um, and then even, the that's an interesting thought. Yeah. This taking, wow.
1: Like
2: he's, he's does he say, but does
1: he say Soma here? Is it body in verse 14, or are you saying in, in verse 14 it's tent?
2: In 13, where am I reading? Um, I think it's right as long as I'm in this body, verse 13. Um, yeah, 13 is skenoma, which is tent. Let me go to 14. <laughs> what?
1: Why doesn't it say that?
2: Mm-hmm. And 14 is also tabernacle, skenoma, tas. Um, Why does it say body? And this idea of a
1: translational decision that makes no sense to me.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Apothesis, this putting away, um, is also used similarly and is actually translated um, in Acts 758 as the removal of clothes. Right. So this idea of like, I mean, literally taking down your tent. I'm, I'm done with my stay here.
3: I'm removing this tent. So that's an interesting, like one of the things that you were, uh, that I was thinking about whenever you were referencing Jesus talking about kingdom was that Jesus was surrounded by people who were infatuated with the kingdom that they don't have because the Romans are there and that the Messiah will come and give them their kingdom back. Right. Right. Um, And so Jesus is instead talking about a kingdom that already exists and is coming to fuller fruition like it 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 is you know on earth as in heaven right um language and so he's he's actually i mean there's there's part of him that's looking at these earthly tents walking around him the earthly tent that he has the the you know temporariness of all of this and he's like going this is this isn't really a kingdom like y'all are Y'all don't know what the kingdom looks like. Let me tell you what the kingdom looks like. Right. And so any any reference I think to um the the kingdom that Peter is then referencing later and, and that Jesus referenced in his uh ministry, um, I think I think you have to make it a point to talk about the the you know, glass dimly the mm. the fact that we 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 see what we think we see and if we saw it the way that he saw it we'd be like no that's not this is so temporary mm mm-hmm. mhm okay i don't know it seems like mm-hmm. it seems important to at least understand their their messaging i don't think that or what they what they were saying because i don't think that like we 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 run into these things where we're looking back on what they're writing, and they're like, man, it sure seems like they're they're saying that salvation depends on works you know like that somehow what happens is like we're our our entrance into heaven depends on like how we act and we just keep running into verses that that mention that and or that seem to mention that and i I don't think that Peter had any i know that jesus didn't I don't think that peter had any concern about where his salvation was coming from. Right. I think he, he took that not for granted, but like the understanding of that was so wired into him now because he knew what his actions deserved and how Jesus had brought him into his ministry without his, he knew at the end that he could not follow Jesus to death right that, that that was not something that his will had allowed him to do he knew that weakness inside of him he knew that he could not achieve it and still jesus told him to feed his sheep yeah and so like i don't i think that's so foundational to him that he's not like worried about that now at the end of his life he's like guys we need to press into it Mm. and your action should reflect what you believe. Yep. And so I think that's why it's so many times. It's like, you know, like you're saying, like there's, there's that foundation statement and then he builds and it's like Paul saying that you are building after the foundation and what you're building needs to look like the foundation. It needs to, be set as the found like with what the foundation is set with, like you need to build right. that way and not with gold or straw or, you know, any of these things, the things that will be burned away. And Peter saying the exact same th- I think that tying those two together is, is huge. Interesting. Yeah.
2: And another fun one for the podcast that probably wouldn't make it into the sermon, but, this whole idea of uh, Peter putting off my body soon, you know, yeah. again, the, the, the quickness of this. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I just read his name, Henry. He's got a Greek um, translation guide. Alfred. Henry Alfred uh, actually ties. So this word soon uh, in four, verse 14, putting off my body will be soon, is the same word and is actually the only word. In the New Testament, Peter uses, and it's only two occurrences. Right. And it's here, and it's in uh, chapter 2, verse 1, when he's talking about fa- false prophets among us arose, and then even denying the master brought them, bringing upon them swift destruction. This swift is the same word for that is translated soon here. And so Alfred actually concludes that Peter's not thinking of his death in terms of soon. He's thinking of his death in terms of swiftness. When it comes, gonna, it's going to come. it's going to come, it's going to come fast. So let me get this out again. I I, I don't I, like it, imminence. Yes, it doesn't. It yeah. doesn't. I don't think undo our yeah. exact our messaging of of if you think your death is coming soon, or if you're like, well, I don't know when it's coming, but it's going to happen fast. Yeah. Hey, I need to get this message out. But that kind makes of a sense. kind of a fun fun thing that w- I would have missed just reading the yeah. English. Yeah. And it would also fit with
3: with the the Romans. <laughs> they, yeah. They. When yeah. they made their decision, they made it yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
1: uh, yeah, you could sit in prison for years with the Romans, and then suddenly they came in and were like, "Hey, we decided you're dead. You're dead." Okay, I don't know how to, how could possibly learn this. The Septuagint was written. Uh, Septuagint was written when.
3: Please don't look at me. <laughs> I have an okay, answer in my head.
1: Between the third, somewhere around the third century. Okay, yep. between third and first century. We talked about it in the, but we haven't posted that one yet, so I'm not going to say that in the <laughs> Reconstructive Faith. Um, <laughs> you can. But, it, but that means that at that time, so already the word for the Hebrew people leaving Egypt was already called an exodus because that's the Greek word mm-hmm. for leaving Egypt. It's not the Hebrew word, it's the Greek word. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, do we really do? Because the word Paul uses here for um, departure is exodon. Hmm. Same, same. I presume. So it looks like it's the same root. Um, it can mean, it but the it can mean an entry, an access, a leaving, a disappearance, a campaign, a marching out. It's got all those different meanings to it. With, but but the thought of having the Apostle Paul saying. I'm taking down my tabernacle, and I am making, Ex, making exodus. an Exodus. <laughs> yeah, wow, Exodus. That's I'm, I'm, and I assume he thinks he's headed to the Promised Land. I don't. I don't know if that, that just that happens Jordan. to be the right Greek words to use in this setting, and or I if, don't want to read into it, it, or if Peter's yeah, clearly Peter's intentionally. Clearly, this especially, is, this is the word picture. The, when the man who talks so much about us being the temple, and such a big deal in First Peter, mm-hmm. it can't. It just seems unlikely to me that. Because soma is normally you would if you were just saying
2: body, like the physicals,
1: or the or mm-hmm. a, or if you were saying dead body, there's a different word for that. There's a different word for. From remember quickly, it's the same root as where we get like carcass or something for a dead body, mm-hmm. but then the body is soma, and so it's intriguing to me that he uses the word yep. tent, and Paul does that too. I mean, he talks about mm-hmm. his tent, and but <laughs> it's intriguing that they didn't. They didn't
3: that they, they translated are, the are idiom sure into body versus Paul hearing. wasn't talking about one of his tents. Like, hey, by <laughs> exactly,
1: <this end. laughs> exactly. Hey, come and check out my tents. <clears throat> uh, Selling them, good cheap. stuff.
2: Word of the Lord brought to you by the sponsor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> too good, too good. Anyway, man, so so much for getting all of this into a single sermon. Uh-huh. So nice. congratulations for being able to hear this and getting some of these fun details.
2: Happy Easter week. That's right. Be encouraged. (laughs)